I don't have friends. I got family. Welcome back, pod people, to another episode of Cinema de More. I am your hostess, Lexi. With me, as always, my wonderful Fast Family co-host. Justin Morgan and Chuck. And today we are continuing our trudge through the Fast and Furious franchise. We are now on number six, starting to kind of round things down i would say we are officially more than halfway through it at this point yes six is officially halfway through <laughs> this is the film that brings michelle rodriguez back from the dead so she is back in the series with us this is the second film to bring a character back from the dead although i guess technically han was just brought back in the other films and then these other films are like what prequels to three yeah han's not back from the dead yeah. yet Han, every, everything, three takes place technically after this okay. movie. So it's all prequels. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, not dead very long. I thought that she was dead longer than she was. No, I remember her coming back pretty quickly. Um, I knew she wasn't in five, but I definitely remember that she came back pretty quick. I think six is obviously when she came back. So I knew she was in seven. I thought she was in seven. The plot of this film, it seems like there's some shit going on in Europe. And there seems to be some people doing some heisting kind of shit that seems similar to the kind of shit that Dom does. And The Rock is like, hey, uh, Dom, uh, would you be willing to help me figure out uh, how to stop these guys? Because they kind of do the same shit that you do. Also, by the way, uh, Letty's not dead. They, she seems to be alive and working with these people. So you might want to get in on this. And so Dom's initially like, no family. We're not going to bring any family into this. But then The Rock's like, mm, yeah, I think you need some family. 
of course, we bring the crew back. The crew is back for this. However, the two Hispanic guys who are always not speaking English in the films, they don't come back for this one. They're not in this one. And we have ourselves a European vacation and go to Europe and run around and fuck up Europe. And this is the film that introduces us to the Shaw family because there's more than one Shaw, right? There's like the mom and there's the two Shaw brothers and and all that kind of shit. But this is the first Shaw. Shaw appears to be a counter to Dom where Dom is a family-oriented, you don't leave your people behind, everybody is important, everybody matters, we all work together kind of thing. Shaw is more of a corporate manager where everybody is a cog in his machine and everybody is expendable. And so you're saying it the fancy way of Tyrese where he's like, it's like bizarro us. Yeah. For, look, look, they got like, they got like a big, they got like a big Hobbs on their team. They yeah. Yeah. White Hobbs. Yeah. Like, look, look, Tej, an African and a beanie. That's like your clone, man. Yeah. Like, and then, then the, the one woman he's like, and look at that blonde. Come on. That's Brian O'Connor right there. So they're basically the anti version of everything that is Dom and his people. So it's your typical anti you know versions of yourselves clash that's all it is i think shaw's a pretty strong villain in this film all things considered he's got some good lines i like the idea that he's like yeah i don't give a fuck about people like i'm here to do a job i'm here to get things done your whole system is really stupid and that kind of thing i think there's some good stuff with that but i think that they could have strengthened a lot of things in this film i think when you move from five into this one it's definitely got a lot of weaker points in comparison to the other films. I think that despite the fact that Michelle Rodriguez was brought back for this film, I know she's like got amnesia in this movie. There's definitely this feeling like, hey, come on back and be in the series. You want to come on back and be in the series? She's like, didn't you guys kill my character? Yeah, no, no, she's alive now. Oh, okay. Uh, Do I have a script? Ah, we're going to make it up as we go along. Oh, okay. Uh, So what am I doing in this scene? Ah, we're going to figure it out as we go along because like, I mean, she's not giving a terrible performance, and you know how I feel about her. I actually do think this is one of the better performances from Michelle Rodriguez as an actress, but I don't feel like that they gave her very good material to work with in this film. I feel like she just doesn't have good lines, and she just kind of feels, oh, okay, like, yeah, you're saying I'm part of your family, and you're saying this, and I have amnesia, and it feels familiar, but I guess, uh, sure, whatever. And then they keep she just kind of falls back into it and they're like do you remember this she's like nope i don't remember this and they're like okay well we're gonna keep doing it anyway and just move on from that and it's like all right then so there's that whole aspect to the story they have a bunch of european cars in this film but also a lot of american muscle cars still there's a bit of missing out on being able to do some of that that being said though uh letty drives a jensen interceptor which is a really cool car that's a basically a british muscle car and Brian drives a Ford Escort rally car, which is, like, so fucking sweet. That's actually one of my favorite cars that he drives in the whole series, that little blue car that he has. Other than that, Dom's Superbird, that car would be impossible to drive on European streets. Like, it'd be so big and so wide, you'd never be able to get it around anything. But, yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to this movie. I don't feel like I really remember it. Like, I just watched it. And I always forget it. And I feel like out of the whole series, like this is probably one of the more forgettable films. Yeah. 
I can't remember it. I'm already thinking about Seven. I watched Seven already, and my brain's already wanting to talk about Seven, because that's how far I wanted to move past this movie. There's so much to talk about in Seven, too. When I saw this in theaters, I didn't really love it, and I feel like that kind of carried on after rewatching this movie. It's got strange ties to uh, the part four. It all revolves around Letty's death from four. They bring Braga back from four. We see Brian's partner again from four, who... Uh, I always oh, think the of prison him. scene. That was something I was going to bring up and talk about, but I completely forgot about, as you said. <laughs> There's a couple different prison scenes. Like, the very first interrogation scene we see with Hobbs, it's like, it lets you know that we've entered full cartoon mode mm-hmm. of the Furious, Fast and Furious franchise. Because... He just like totally wrecks things in the most cartoony it does start way. Start off good though. I like the I do like the fake like if, big guy in a white t shirt, bald, and you're like, you're like that yeah. can't be Dom. This doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And then turn it is just like some random British guy. But he just picks him up and like he would kill that guy if it was if he could really throw that guy that strongly into everything. Police brutality is a joke. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Actually, it kind of gets full cart. I mean, maybe the moment that it became a f- cartoon is the heist at the end of five with the safe as much as i love the safe that's where it i don't want to call jump the shark because it's not bad but that's where just that's where the series just goes absolutely insane oh for sure the things that are going on when he uses the safe as a combat tool like a mace attached to the end of his car i mean that's one of the cartooniest things i've ever seen pulling the whole front of the car up and then using nos to that would just blow the motor up like a that would none of that would have happened so but it's one of the coolest fucking sequences i've ever seen in a film like watching a car use a safe as a mace to drive down a highway and beat other cars off the bridge that's just so fucking cool Seth brought up and i loved it too when we were watching it and they shoot those like emp things on the car or well they take control of the car they're not really emps it's roman tej and brian and roman and tej crash and these horrific Dead. crashes that would kill Dead. anybody and brian just says something along the lines of tej and roman are out like as if they got flat yeah. tires <laughs> and when you see these characters again there's not a single bruise on them for, for like roman flying was through buildings thrown that would have killed them building. like roman was thrown into like three cars and then through several plate glass windows and then inside of a building yeah ludicrous was like landed on his roof and like rolled like seven times and what have you oh my god these guys are dead i'm like and i don't remember seeing but i think i saw in brian's car but i don't remember seeing roll cages in these cars i'm like so these cars i don't know tej is more into the tech than ever before he can shut off cell phone towers at this point tej is q a hundred percent He's the Q of the fucking Fast and the Furious series. He's got the gadgets. Is he like Q or he is, is he Q? Q? Like a hundred percent. None of the roles make any sense. There's, uh, there's, there's also a moment that made me laugh when they, they bring up Gal Gadot's character, being like the military intelligence type person, and I think she has to get like saved by Han from getting taken out by a sniper that she very clearly knows is on the roof because he's been shooting at them, and she just goes right out from behind cover with a handgun and is just like I, I could take these guys out and Hannes like swoop her up and take her behind the car and be like oh you almost got killed and I'm like isn't she supposed to be like the military person that would know this type of stuff to not do that there are way too many sequences with her and Han yes where yeah no there uh, are no where um she 
like is being exactly what you said chuck like badass super military (laughs) what have you he has to save her and then she'll literally stop moving like a character in a video game that just froze he'll be standing there and he'll be like oh oh, no i have to help you and like (laughs) He'll have to come in and move her out of the way of something that you know that she could very easily have dealt with, but because they need to, like, show that Han and her are building this relationship, that he needs to come in and, like, save her. It also feels weird to to watch this movie and see her pre-Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because she, like, that that's, my, like, my other thing. Like, not to say that she couldn't be, but when it's also supposed to be, like, that you were you were former military and like i mean she's like she is like supermodel size like i feel like i could put my whole hand around her arm and touch my fingers on each side like that's how thin her arms are we don't need to hear your fantasies on this podcast (laughs) i like them with more meat on their bones anyway i'm not not into that (laughs) but no i was like that's like the weirdest part is i'm like i'm like isn't she supposed to be like the the muscle although she doesn't really do like a lot. She does have like some scenes where she's like taking people down and stuff. And I'm like, I just don't believe that she could. She's so small. She's barely the muscle. She looks like she she's like she looks like Kate Moss. Like I feel like a, a strong wind would blow her away, especially when they put her like side by side with Gina Carano in a lot of scenes. Who Gina Carano is legitimately very strong, a former MMA fighter. But they seem to be like they put them on equal footing as being equally strengthed. Yeah, they're also almost past the Bechtel test. Like they're together. Oh, they I was going to say it's, that. It's right. This it's right there. Movie. But they, they like don't talk to each other. They're just like together. Yeah, they feel like they never talk to it each other. It wants so bad to pass the Bechtel test. This whole movie, it's like, you're going to do it this time. And no. This movie did have three female leading characters. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like they never once talked to each other, even slightly, not even in passing. And they have combat sequences, like, like where they fight each other, and they have all these moments. There are so many moments where they could have... Like, okay, how about that sequence where... Was it a Gal Gadot and the one that we were just talking about, the MMA fight? I can't think of her name. Yeah, even though you Gina Yeah, Carano. the one that you literally just said. Where they go down to get that guy to drop information for them remember that's literally a scene where they could have gone down together and talked to each other and they didn't have any interaction with each other in that scene they just beat the guy up and then they come back and get the information they're like we got the information out of him well han stands there and watches them and he's like this is hot <laughs> that was a, it was an opportunity for these two girls to have an interaction with each other and it didn't happen and i was like because it has to go for a minute right like there has to be a time limit like they have to talk for more than to, to, to pass Bechtel. They just have to happen naturally. If they don't happen naturally till the eighth movie or something, then... It's just, like, it's just, just crazy because it was like this whole movie, it was like, this whole movie's like blue-balling you on trying to pass the Bechtel test. Like, it's almost there, but not quite. Like, it's just, it's, it's like, we're gonna do it. Uh. Does it pass the superhero test? Because Dom is more of a superhero oh than he God. is than when he caught the engine in four. He gets shot and he just looks offended. And he also survives, like, the most insane jump out of a car where another car apparently saves him. The way they phrase it, how did you know that car was going to break your fall? And he's like, I didn't. I was like, oh, is that what we're calling it? The car broke his fall? I think he would have gone through the windshield. You remember when he got shot in, um, was it was it four or five was the one where he got shot and you were like, he just got shot and just, like, walked it off like it was. Okay. Four. And now he's got shot Not again. Not only did he get shot in this one, did you see the size of the bullet that he pulled out of himself? And he did. He pulled it out of himself and looked at it like it was nothing, and did his own patchwork on himself like it was nothing. And he stood there, 
on his own feet while he patched himself and he was shot in the front, which was pretty close to his lungs where he was shot. And he's like just staring at this bullet and then goes back to like the pawn shop where the bullet came from and throws it at them. I'm like, that bullet would have fucked you up so bad. I'm like, that was a huge bullet. Like, it wasn't a little bullet. Like, it wasn't a 22 or something like that. They needed to have a scene where they gave them, like, superhuman serum or something like that so, like, we could believe some of these moments are happening in Here's my in theory. This. Here's my theory. Okay. I figured it all out. So remember what I told you when we were talking about, like, 4 and 5, when I figured out all that stuff about how to get him to do the cameo for 4... Vin Diesel was like, I want the rights to Riddick. And then I want it like producer rights on all the, the further Fast and the Furious films, right? So like Riddick didn't didn't do anything, right? So here's what's gonna happen in Fast and the Furious ten. We're gonna find out that all this time that Dominic was a Furion, right? <laughs> and that this is all culminating no, no, he's he's a Furion from like uh, the the Riddick series, and that he he's gonna end up be, being Riddick, and that all these movies have been leading up to like Dominic actually being like another Furion, and this is like how it gets to Pitch Black, right? Yeah, he is probably immortal. He is immortal. He's an immortal Furion. I am gonna say I feel like this. I think this is getting into into seven, but there was. There was one line where she says, uh, Michelle Rodriguez says to Vin Diesel, you have like 15 years worth of memories that I just don't know. And I'm like, I'm putting like the time together because I think he says something about like, we met when I was, when you were 15 years old. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa back this up. Are we, are we led to believe like Vin Diesel's like, like 30 years old right now or something like, like roughly maybe in his early 30s when he's a lot closer to late 40s to 50 right now like i was like the the math's not adding up right now for where i feel like this movie wants you to think how old he is i mean michelle rodriguez looks good for her age but she looks like she's up in her 40s now too like don't get me wrong they all are like i mean she looks great (laughs) they all even tyrese's even ludicrous is ludicrous act ludicrous doesn't hey even lucas black right lucas black again I'm i'm gonna say this is getting into seven Lucas Black looks like he hasn't aged since Tokyo Drift, which I feel like just says more about how old he already looked in Tokyo Drift that he didn't look like an 18-year-old in the slightest. Rodriguez has to be, what, like, late 40s, early 50s, like, at this point? Because, like, she was... Yeah, probably. I was a kid when she was, like, starting out her career, like, with stuff, so she's got to be, like, way older than... I'm 40, so she's got to be way older than me. Yeah, she looks good for her age, actually. Look, see, I'm complimenting her again. But, yeah... These guys look old as shit. They all are old as shit. I mean, Vin Diesel's got to be, like, up... He's got to be past his 50s, right? Isn't he up in his 60s? Whoa, don't go crazy there. Uh, I do like the repurpose of Nas in this movie to propel grappling hooks. Yeah. That was fun. I will say, Vin Diesel, 55 years old. Okay. Ah, oh, he's... So, not not the oldest. He's older than The Rock. Yeah, he would be. Uh, he is. He is actually... <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe maybe the math does work out better. Michelle Rodriguez is only forty four, so he is eleven years older than she is. God damn, she's only four years older than me. That's she's for Tyrese is only forty four. That's insane. Also these, younger, these people younger are only thought. four years older than me. What the fuck am I? Ludacris do- is forty five. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah, where, where, what what path have you gone down that you don't look as God. young and youthful as hey. Ludacris? Hey. People think I'm fucking 25. I don't need that. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Literally. 
People think you're I'm 25. I'm not even fucking with you. People think I'm 25 all the time. Isn't that really funny? Because, Chuck, yeah. remember our friend Chris, where he just, like, <laughs> yeah. very fell on that everybody thinks he's 25? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm on estrogen, too. So, like, I don't look my age anyway, because that's, like, I'm on second puberty. There is that factor helping with things, but I've always looked incredibly young. Even if I had not started the estrogen or whatever, I'd probably still look about, like, maybe, like, 32, 33 at most. But now, because of the estrogen, I look like I'm, like, in my mid-20s. Well, Han is 51 as well. Oh, okay. Han's the Han's the second oldest person on... Han and The Rock are the same age. You need a chameleon like Han to fit in. Yeah, I guess, yeah, because he just looks so young. I also liked... Now, Brian has a kid in this movie, Jack, and they keep coaxing if he's going to be a Charger boy or a Skyline boy. And I love that the cars that they have, the little toy cars, are like 100% Fast and Furious, the fourth movie. Yeah, they're clearly... Do you think that there would even be a Skyline toy in their world? Yes. Because Fast and Furious kind of put that on the map. There's no Fast and Furious in their world. There's toys of Skylines. There's Hot Wheels, man. Yeah. Hot Wheels. They were bigger than Hot Wheels. Those were no Hot Wheels. No, those were... um, Diecast models. I have tons of diecasts. Yeah, they would have models. I used to have a Viper model. That yeah, I liked a lot. they have tons and tons of diecasts. But heavily modded cars. That wasn't a heavily modded. It was just a car. None of those were modded. They were just straight diecasts. Now you sound like me, Justin. What did you think about those cars? I'm like, yeah, it was yeah, just a car. They were just a car. <laughs> I have an interesting fact that I learned. Justin Lin. Are you guys familiar with the film Better Luck Tomorrow? His first film. No. Okay, so his first film is a story about four. I guess uh, they're Korean. I don't want to get the, the nationality wrong. Your fun facts are no, getting no, no, boring. But anyway, so it's about four Asian students in America who decide that they're going to start robbing people. It's like a, a crime film. And it was the film that got him his accolades and is why he's like a, a known director. And when they told him he could make Tokyo Drift, he was like, okay, well, he negotiated back and forth and all this kind of stuff. I want to incorporate elements from his movie that he made in 2002 into this movie. And they basically let him. And Han is literally a character from that film. He's not like kind of like pulled from it. No, he's like exactly a character from Justin Lin's film. Justin Lin got the actor who played Han in the movie back to play Han again in the Fast and the Furious series. Essentially, Justin Lin treats Han as an extension of his first film, Better Luck Tomorrow, as an extension of that character's story and that character's growth through the Fast and the Furious series. I thought that was a really weird fact to learn. So Han is actually like a character from Justin Lin's first film which is a dramatic, serious film about Asian kids in America becoming criminals. These are dramatic, serious films. Yes. Talking about it like the like these aren't. They are, I'm sorry. These are very serious. I forgot. There's no joking <laughs> I forgot. Around. I forgot where I am. I do want to see Justin Lin's first film now, though. It sounds really fucking good. That movie sounds better than anything we're covering here today. It's got John Cho, Cho yeah. in it, too. The casting in it, it's excellent. And then they must reunite for Star Trek, right? I guess, yeah, I guess yeah. they would, yeah. It was like supposedly like one of the first films to like portray asian americans in that way or something like that i don't know some we're not talking about that today he was born justin lin was born in taipei taiwan he's uh he immigrated here at eight so i wonder if he when they were like do you want to do tokyo drift he's like i'm not japanese but (laughs) all right 
I think they wanted him because of the crime background, like the Asian crime background was more what they were looking at than they were the latter. Because uh, Sung Kang, who plays Han, he was born in Georgia. Yeah. Actually, I noticed a lot of the backstory in this movie comes from that weird 20-minute short that happens before 4 where they talk about they each got scratched on the reef. That's why they're, when they're showing off the scars, Dom and yeah. Letty. Uh, that's the one. I think that's the same short where Han says, I'm from America. He wanted it to be known. He's from Georgia. Yeah. This is the movie that gets wild with a tank. And this is also the only thing that I remember from this entire movie is the hilar- hilariously long runway scene at the end of this movie, which I'm looking up the statistics of it. It is a it's a 13 minute scene overall, and they're roughly. I know you said it feels twice that long, but I was looking at the runtime. The speed, the average speed is 120 miles per hour, which would make it the runway 26 miles. Oh, you're talking about the airplane sequence? Yeah. Yeah, What fucking runway do you think I'm talking about? You said tank. So when you said tank, I was thinking of the sequence on the highway. So that's all. When you said, and I thought you were just ignorant, and and you said runway, and and I was thinking you meant highway. So I just was like, all right, he's just talking about the highway. That's fine. So you switched. No, the highway can be 26 miles. The runway can't be. You switched it very quickly on me. I didn't know you switched. I I did. For the record, all the action sequences in this are done, like, without CG. Like, there's a little bit of CG to clean stuff up. Like, obviously. They're all CG. No, no, no. Like, the tank sequence. Like, they used a real tank for that. And they, like, really threw a tank through the front of the, the bus or the, the, the tractor trailer and, like, did that whole sequence of running over cars with the tank. And they did a lot of, like, the car sequences. The, obviously, the runway sequence with the airplane, with a lot of the stuff on that, they had to do CG on that part. But, like, the majority of the stunt work in this movie is real. That's the one thing about these movies. The majority of the stunt work was the runway scene. Nah, I don't agree with that. I think that's, like... I love the custom cars that Shaw... Is that Luke Evans? Is that that guy's name? Him and his like number two, that woman. The I love those little. I love them. I loved whenever they were like, when she sent Brian flying upside down and then drove past him and winked the at him. Great. Back in the day, the original Gone in sixty seconds. The guy H. B. Halicky, who was making that, he was trying to make a sequel to it. And when he was making the sequel, he created this car called the Wedge Car, and it was like this basically a wedge car exactly the same thing as gone in 60 seconds and it was this weird looking car that's like yellow and black and it was designed specifically for driving underneath cars but he made it in like the 70s like the late 70s early 80s so it was an actual functional wedge car and what have you hb hallecky did his own stunts and he died doing his own stunts in the middle of filming gone in 60 seconds 2 gone in 60 seconds 2 never got made and so it never came out. But you can, like, buy a DVD that shows, like, most of the scenes from the film that never got released. I feel like the Gone in 60 Seconds people saw the wedge car from that and basically stole it and put it in this movie, but, like, a more updated version of it. A lot of the action scenes are pretty cool. I do like Shaw's Escape, where it's just generically, like, he has everything rigged to explode for some fucking reason. And it really makes me think that it was highly influenced by Nolan's The Dark Knight or something. He never has that Joker-esque personality, but it does have that, like, I'm such a supervillain. I have everything rigged with explosives at all given moments of my life. For sure. Also, where they're looking at his base, and they're like, he's got four, 14 different ways to leave. He's a smart man. <laughs> uh, what did you think about Giselle's death? We, we lost Giselle, who mm, maybe not the most, the best character since. Half-cocked? She's the hardest. 
she has the hardest name to remember because she's like barely in four not really I that feel like super no one prominent even says her name in five. In five. Like, I, like I know who she is but I feel like no one says I always no. feel like I don't until Jordana Brewster once. Is like, her name's mentioned once until Jordana Brewster goes where's Giselle and I'm like oh that was her name wasn't it like like I feel like at the end of this yeah. film I kept yeah. going oh that, that must be who she's talking about that was her name wasn't it like I, I, every time I just saw her I was just like yeah, I don't know, Gal Gadot, like whatever her character's name is. I also like if you fall out of the plane onto the runway, you're, you're just dead. gone. Yeah. You're just, there's no... They don't show your body, but you're 100% dead if that happens. You just like, you. you fall into the darkness and no one knows and what happens there's to like, you. Yeah, there's so many that gone. I'm like, that. yeah, I feel like uh, like Gina Carano, we never see her actually die. I'm like, I'm like is her character actually dead? Uh, even, even Luke Evans, again, getting into Seven, like... He's still technically, I think, alive at the beginning of seven. He's just in a coma and in the hospital. Like he's not really dead yet, so he actually survives. So I'm like, well, then who's to say all these other people didn't survive? Like we all just assume they're dead, right? Who's gonna stay dead? That's what I yeah. want to know. Yeah, who's not coming back by Fast Fast Eleven or something? So apparently, after Fast Five, um, Paul Walker said to Vin Diesel that he really hopes that they can see this franchise growing into like ten movies. And that apparently is Vin Diesel's reasoning for why he's making so many of these movies. And supposedly the plan was to end with 10, but there's so much story that they have to do an 11. Thoughts on that? You think he's just using Paul Walker's death to make more movies for himself? Or do you think that they really did have some weird secret pact? No, I think that with all Hollywood films, I mean... It seems like, you know, Twilight, there was no reason for two of those movies to be made for the final one. They made two of them. Harry Potter, there's no reason they made two Everything of them. Everything split up. Even the, even TV yeah. shows are getting into that. Where yeah. it's like, it, it, we I mean, have so Harry much, Potter like, made the... a little bit more sense. I'm just saying, like, any time... It, it seems like somebody started this trend, like, back in the early like, 2000s. And, like, since that trend started, it seems like when you're finishing out whatever you're finishing mm-hmm. out you take the final film and you split that fucker up into two films and milk that last little bit of cash. I think it's Harry Potter. I think that's where it started. And then Twilight. Because everybody's done it since. Like, yeah. Hunger Games Games is the other one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just just a, that's just a way to pull that last little chunk of change out of your series. And you know, Oh, it's the final film split up into two films. So I can get that last bit of money. Which is why we know that 10 is going to end on a huge cliffhanger of some sort. Right. It's going to be the one that doesn't end in a happy place. Like it has to be the one where, you know, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be Fast and Furious's Empire Strikes Back. It's going to end with bad guys winning to some extent. I saw a video the other day and I could tell you that Justin, I'm not going to ruin anything for you. But if you like those wedge cars, you're going to be super excited about 10. About what? About 10. Because okay. there is there is some wedge car action in 10, let me tell you. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, and they tie <laughs> Uh, it's interesting too, like how they're always like a couple movies behind. Yeah. So four, so six seems to tie very closely into four, and a little bit into three, but obviously ten is like heavily tied into five, and Jason Momoa's character is related to Reyes. He's like a brother, cousin, or something like that. But he's another Reyes. Just real quick before I forget it, because you were talking about the airplane sequence and people falling off the airplane. I did like how Dom, when he gets in his charger and he flies out the front of the airplane, and you're like, oh, Dom's safe. And then, like, he goes out and then, like, immediately, like, rolls his car. <laughs> and, like, I was like, that was good. That was really funny. 
But then it's like he is able to get up and walk out of that just fine. You know what it <laughs> should have been? They f- they fucked up on this. They had the like Terminator shot of him like coming out through around the flames. Right. But would have been awesome is this plane crashed and exploded and they're like, "Oh my god, Dom, Dom's dead." And then he drove through after the plane's already been down and exploded. Then he just drives out of the front of that plane. That would have been a fucking entrance of that would have been cool. People would have remembered and that. Then, I don't know why they didn't do and it. then he rolled the car, and then they pulled him out of the car. That would have been cool, too. No, no roll in the car. He's a superhero. Oh, yeah, that, now. too. I don't He's agree. Gotta I agree with you. You got you to see him crash and still walk away from it. I thought that rolling the car added a level of... But he would have been in an exploding plane. It doesn't matter. You need more. <laughs> okay. As stupid as this sounds, it added a level of humanity to him that he rolled the car. Like it's like you're a badass. Oh, oh shit, he lost control. It's like okay, he's not as he's not as supreme as we think he is, but you know, it is what it is. I also like that plane too, where they're like we're t- we're we're weighed down too much. I'm like like one car got on that thing more than what was supposed to, and oh. a few people like drop some of your cargo or something. Like what the hell's happening? And then all the people are like attaching their cars to it, like the plane's not going to be able to take off. I'm like, one car attached to it would stop that whole plane from being able to take off. I'm like, you don't need to attach a multiple amount of cars to it. Because, like, anything messing I up mean, with it the... could technically, it could technically get lift, but I could see those cables, like, if they're if the car's hanging off of it and it was hanging over one of the flaps, I could definitely see them having trouble flying it. The, f- but... the physics of the car dangling off the side of the wings would just fuck everything up. Flying is really delicate physics, so... It's really easy to mess it up. No, that'd have been fine. <laughs> okay. I really do think it would have been fine. Good thing Brian was the only one that could hit a flap. Right. Also, I like when they're chasing the car, and he's the one that's going to fire this grappling hook, and Georgiana Brewster or whatever has to drive from, like, like reach over the drive. I'm like, why isn't she shooting the thing? Or Like, why isn't it? It's another thing where, like, I guess it has to be a guy. There's such a feeling in this one of like a disconnect between the car people and like everything and with it like they just don't give a fuck about the cars in this one like they're there but like what about georgiana i asked a question it's not kind of like i'm talking about something. what was it <laughs> ask it again i'm sorry i didn't the fact that like they made the choice that while brian's driving that georgiana brewster has to take the wheel while she's in the passenger seat so he can be the one that has to fire the grappling hook as opposed to, why doesn't she just fire, fire the grappling hook while he drives she, the how car? How would she know how to operate that? That's what I'm saying. Like they're like, it has to be a man for some reason. I, I'm not even going at that direction. She hasn't been with them like at all in this movie. She's been at home the entire time. Like, how would she know how to fire that thing? I think she'd be fine with it because we can believe that she's apparently been in cars her whole life, even though it seemed like she stayed away from it. And then in fucking the end of four. She's, like, barreling around as fast as she can because she's a Toretto or something. It's in their blood. But why why, why couldn't she be driving and Paul Walker be shooting? Right. Well, how about the fact that um, – what you're talking about Dom's sister, aren't you? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, in the car. Yeah. At the end. Why does Dom's sister go back and forth between being a completely weak-willed, unfunctional female stereotype – to being an incredibly functional asset of the crew like she goes back and forth between like doing heist jobs and being an like a, a heist job person like a part of dom's crew to not being this weak 
female character and i'm like are you gonna play this character strong are you gonna play this character weak like which direction are you taking her because like you can't keep taking that away from her it's completely up to dom it's completely up to vin diesel he's the showrunner now he's the one in control he's behind the wheel she was kidnapped and stuff i'm like this character should have been more like snappy you know what i mean like she shouldn't have been crying and what have you she should have been like my brother's gonna fuck you i do like that moment where they're like call mia and he calls her and she's immediately screaming like brian what if he just happened to call her naturally when they were kidnapped early and she's just like screaming at him he's like what what the hell is happening there i don't even understand i uh i didn't realize that the chick from mandalorian was in this movie at all I, like, is this their first role in film, or...? No, Soderbergh, I think. Yeah, okay. I think that was definitely her first. What was that movie? Haywire. Oh, I don't... Haywire's a great movie. I don't know that one. I've never seen it. What's that about? She's, like, an assassin. Oh, okay. It's right. assassins. Okay. My, Michael Fassbender. Is it Bill Paxton is in Ewan it? McGregor in it or something? I can't, I can't remember who else is in this movie. I'm just asking, because... Bill Paxton's probably in it. I think there's a pretty big cast that's not in it very it's a, long. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a lot of other like Soderbergh things where he just gets like all his friends, so there's like a bunch of random people in it that are only... I think like, Channing Tatum's in it for yeah, like a little bit, too. Yeah, only like two seconds, yeah. I only, um, I only ask, because, you know, she tends to play these kind of stoic, not really speaking a lot roles. Like, she tends to do more action, but not talking. Like she didn't talk at all in this movie. Like she had no lines, like other than like five, six like words tops. So like, when you say Soderbergh, I'm like, oh, what did he see in her? Like, what did he do with her? Did they give her a lot of lines in Mandalorian? So I, 50 50. Like she barely talked on that show too. She had a little bit more, but she wasn't as active on that. It's a shame that that went the way it did because like I really wanted to like the character she played on Mandalorian. I love Berserkers. Berserkers are some of my favorite parts of Star Wars. So it's a shame that that went the way it did well we can't help that the pandemic happened and just ruined everyone's lives well, we can't help that racism that cancel and, and, culture and, and, got her yeah <laughs> sorry that you're you know <laughs> right i mean she's still doing movies but now she's with your buddy ben shapiro yeah she's part of daily wire she's doing daily wire movies she's done that one where she's uh part of the what is it the, the civil war film that she did oh my god <laughs> It looks so bad. It's weird because she wasn't primarily an actress. It was just kind of like Soderbergh wanted her unique fighting style. For I think that was it. Yeah, he pretty much just wanted like character. he wanted someone that could do the stunt work more than anything else and do like realistic looking fights for a female, uh, yeah, actress. But because yeah, I don't even in that film. Yeah, she doesn't really talk very much. Her character is just yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's been a while since I watched it, but it's it's like her character gets double crossed and. She's just like out for revenge the whole time, like trying to kill whoever double crossed her. But she's yeah, she doesn't have like a ton of lines in that movie. They could have got Ronda Rousey. I, Why is it she in any of that? Probably wasn't around then. Wasn't she? Ronda she Rousey's in the next so. film. Is she? Okay. Yeah. Is she? Re- is she really? Yeah. Yeah. So what's really <laughs> funny is oh okay that's awesome. This weekend, me and Chuck had seen Guardians three, and it's like there's so many things in Guardians happening or at, even cast that is carried over into these fast movies family is really important vin diesel's in both of them kurt russell kurt russell's in them and that girl that played rat catcher 2 in suicide squad she's in volume 3 and she's also in 
the new Fast and Furious movie. Fun. So there's a lot of people that are. Although at I this mean, point, I, I feel Bradley like it's Cooper one of those. Probably in the new Fast and Furious. It's like uh, it's uh, that's more just one of those who isn't in the MCU at this point. It feels like just everybody is. Yeah, but the, these are the these are two people doing. I mean, I'm not reaching very deeply. Oh, yeah. I don't really. But there's not really anybody else that's popped up in them. I mean. I could have said Brie Larson because she's in the MCU, but I was just going specifically for these, the movies that have Vin Diesel and are coming out in May, I guess. <laughs> I feel like they went with Kurt Russell just because they wanted to get some of that like old school action star alumni that everybody gets excited about. So I feel like that was more what they were going for. I'm also very interested because Scott Eastwood's in it. He's Clint Eastwood's kid. And apparently like people hate working with this guy, which I think is why they kind of wrote him out of the series too. They wanted Bruce Willis, but they were like, that's a fourth bald guy, and we can't do, like, four bald guys. Like, that's too many bald guys. Go get Kurt Russell. He's a lot... He's got hair. He's better. Kurt Russell's a better role, too. I don't, I don't think that Bruce Willis would have been... Oh, he would have been terrible. ...great for that character. Kurt Russell's a great actor. He's fun. He can do whatever. He's a fantastic actor. I love Kurt Russell. Also, weird choice, but Russell Crowe also would have kind of been fun. He could have done it. You're like, no. For for what villain? Just a villain? Sure. I just like Russell Crowe. Or, or are you still talking Mr. Nobody? Like specifically Yeah, Mr. Nobody. Character? I was like thinking that character. Just get one of those older action guy alumni kind of people. I feel like what I'm seeing, what I'm sensing a lot is everyone wants to talk more about Fast and Furious 7 than Fast and Furious 6. I feel like every every avenue of conversation in this entire episode just is like, yeah, I mean, but when we You're get to 7. Well, for the record, I have literally said everything i've wanted to say in this episode i got my part about justin lynn out i got my like shit that i like wanted to say about this film all my little facts now it's in the pineapple express we're just going back and reiterating everything that we said lightly like i'm done no the movie also just called furious six apparently i keep forgetting about that because that's all the title card terrible titling and i remember when it came out like that like especially because they carried over to furious seven it's they use like the same thing in the next film yeah well, the last one was Fast Five, right? So this yeah. one's Furious Six. So. Or they do that a lot, where, like, yeah, you have titles that they don't, like, Iron Man 3, and they just wrote out 3 for some reason. They, like, they do weird things like that in the title cards. Yeah, but it specifically is with the Fast and Furious, because then we get Fate of the Furious, but it's it's the it's eight fate but it's not, like yeah eight. it's like it's like fate but, it's, but they don't do the like it, they don't it probably do the was f8, f8 in their yeah, head i'm sure someone yeah. thought that and then someone else was like that's gonna look stupid on a poster we can't uh we can't do that like it should have been f8 of the furious and then you had to say yeah. it right just like too fast too fast too furious <laughs> because even nine's funny because it's f9 colon the fast saga yeah. and i don't think 10 says the fast I think saga. It just like, says fast x like, yeah yeah, nothing, this is yeah, definitely. But I always, consistent. I did always love the fast, fast ten year seatbelts. Like yeah. that's what it should have been called. And then like three is the Fast and the Furious presents Tokyo Drift. Yeah, well then we get Fast and Furious <laughs> presents Hobbs of... and Shaw for like that one, which that yeah, one makes yeah. more sense as to exactly as to that being a true spinoff. Which uh, this is this is making me think of how they screwed up Bad Boys for Life, and it's like no. That's the title of the fourth yeah. film, not the third one. Uh, Steph, too, she pointed out. She's like, I don't even remember them saying Hobbs' name in the fifth one. I'm like, they do. Yeah, they do. But in the beginning of this movie, they say Hobbs like 500 times. 
And she's like, and then they're calling this other guy Shaw. And I'm like, that's not the Shaw. It's from not the Shaw that the is in, in Hogs and Shaw. Like, yeah. I don't know who this guy is. It's weird to think that they hate each It's weird to think that Rock and Vin Diesel like really hate each other in this movie. Uh, like even that scene at the end of this movie where they're talking, but they won't look at each other's face. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's when you, I, I, that's when you get to seven and it feel, and the rocks like almost completely written out of seven. He spends the entire time in a hospital bed for that entire film. And then when he does show up at the end, yeah, he's like not even, it doesn't even look like he's on the same set with Vin Diesel at the end of the movie. Well, uh, they said that they refuse to be on set together. They won't shoot scenes together. Or The Rock's not the one that does that. Specifically, Vin Diesel won't shoot scenes with The Rock. He won't be on scenes together. He won't be on set with him together. Did you like the, uh, at the end of the movie, did you like The Rock's improv with Tyrese? Where he tells him how big his forehead is? Yeah. And Ludacris spits up his drink, and that's... It's totally improv. It's not in the script at all, and they kept that take because it's a legitimate yeah. laugh yeah. from Ludacris. I think that these fun these movies would probably be a lot more fun. People would have a lot more fun working on them if Vin Diesel wasn't there. <laughs> like honestly, because they they seem like they're really fun films to work on. Like you could almost probably have like a Ocean's Eleven kind of experience in these films. You know what I mean? Like an all star cast, everybody getting to hang out and have a lot of fun and want to come hey, back. It and sounds do like them. everyone yeah. else had fun except The Rock. The but Rock it's like just you don't get to have it. that. Yeah. Yeah, because even Jason Momoa said that he was, like, apprehensive about being on it from, I guess, the things that he's heard. And then they ended up being fine. He's like, I really enjoyed being on I think it. Yeah, I think it is The Rock more it than It was fun else. for everybody. I think it, it's, 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 this is getting more into that, like, what we've heard more and more about The Rock with the DCU stuff and about how it felt. It And even in this film series, I think he felt that he was the reason that he shows up in Fast Five, which was kind of the... I don't want to say like the big comeback because they came back with four, which was successful enough for them to make a sequel. But I think The Rock got in his own head because that was the same time that he was popping up in. Uh, uh, he was in the second G.I. Joe movie where they basically yeah. recast that entire film to be The Rock's movie instead of Channing Tatum's film. Like, and then he was popping up in other things. Didn't they redo? And it was um, better than the first Journey one. to the Center of the Earth did the same thing. The first, the first one was Brendan Fraser, and then so it was like yeah, and the he, second one. Yeah, he started like movie. popping up in all these movies, and like that started to become the joke of like, oh yeah, if your franchise is doing bad, just put the Rock in it, and he'll make everything better. Like he's automatically. So I feel like that's that's definitely another thing that happened in this series where he put he put that together as like. Fast Five was like the most successful film in the entire franchise up to this point, and it was the first one I was in, so it must have been because of me. And like, I feel like that's where he started, like trying to like throw that around more. And Vin Diesel's like, uh, "I'm the producer on right. these films, and that's that's not how this is happening." Did you guys watch that video I sent you at all? The YouTube video about The Rock and how he took over Hollywood, essentially. No, I didn't, but I've heard like I've 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 probably heard the same stories that that are in that video of how he's like. Yeah, he's got his hands in a lot more things than people even realize that he's... So, it's like, all it, all you have to understand is his production company. His production company that he created, his seven whatever, seven, seven dollar productions or whatever, all that company does is it exists to find properties for The Rock to star in and make properties for him. And he's like seven films ahead at all times while other films are coming out. And it's like a processing machine like that basically there's always a film that's being made there's a media thing like a press junket always like in there and there's always a new film being made and it's all built on properties and just being able to get like whatever they can get their hands on 
all so that he is in a consistent state of like turning out product and it's not and it's all built around like his production company it's really interesting also have you seen he's involved in a three billion dollar lawsuit right now yeah well, it so is back. michael jordan and home depot so no no it's a uh, it's i, no, it's, that's, I know it's i know what you're talking about it's it's yeah, michael yeah, yeah. jordan and home depot and yeah 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 the ben was stuff blows my mind too like it's all it's, like back yeah, to that yeah that lady's just having a psychotic breakdown yeah, it sounds like it, but it's, it's affecting yeah. his uh, relationship with Disney. So it's fucked up his contracts with Disney right now too. So he's like lost a bunch of work. I have the perfect question to end six. Yeah. Go for it. Being that we'll probably know the title of part eleven at the end of ten when ten comes out. I'm assuming that's we're gonna have some reveal or some sort of trailer or something. What do you think the title is gonna be? I feel like they've already said somewhere that it's. I think it's gonna be like a Final Fantasy. It's just gonna be Fast Ten Two. I was gonna say X two. Oh yeah, it's gonna be X two. I'm pretty sure that's gonna be it because that's gonna be their way of being like, being like, no, no, this is the tenth film. We just broke it up into two films. Like th- th- it's almost like they're gonna try to be like, we didn't make eleven films. We didn't make you come back for another one. It's two parts of one big story. <laughs> I bet you. So you think it'll probably be? It's gonna be more convoluted than that. So it'll oh, probably be yeah, like maybe. Fast Ten, Fast Ten Dash Two colon the final fast or something like that like they're, they're gonna have to put the word final in it right you think right they're just gonna borrow their title either from x-men or from final fantasy <laughs> no i like i think chuck's final fantasy ideas sounds like the most correct yeah. like it's final fantasy 2 yeah or sorry x2 x2 yeah final fantasy x2 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 special edition whatever like x2 lightning's or, return yeah yeah x2 and then they'll release it like the the complete 10 or yeah. something like yeah. that yeah even longer the the vin diesel cut something like that <laughs> yeah and then i think you guys have brought it up but i'm sure in a 10 years or something they revive the franchise with new characters and they'll have them all as legacy older legacy characters so right? i already have like an answer to this I, I know the answer to this already they're going to shelf this for three years and then they're going to reboot the series. This is what I was. I, I read a thing about this and saw a video about it too. So I've heard it in two different sources. Three now. years from when? I'm writing this down so I can tell you you were wrong. I, you, you, I could be wrong. So the source I got it from could be wrong too. But I saw it in two different sources. So I'm not sure. What uh, are your sources? Uh, one was a YouTube video. I don't remember the name. God, you can't now. do YouTube videos for all your information. I, I, some of those YouTube videos are fun because they come from like whatever and i read it on some website they come from whatever the, the source is really good it comes yeah, from whatever. whatever i'm not man i'm tired give me give me a break but uh i had a long day yeah so basically what they want to do is they want to finish this out they want to shelve the series for about three to five years approximately and then they want to reboot the series with dom's kid and you know whatever's kid and do exactly what we were talking about the kids are still too young they need to be we need like 10 years to go by. They can just do what they want with it. They think that they, when they bring it back, though, that they might be bringing it back using like electric cars and stuff, which will be really funny. Well, they did say there are <laughs> electric cars in the new movie already. Oh, really? Yep, you have electric I'm cars. I'm excited in the new about movie. that. I want to see what they do. See, they, they stick with the times. Yeah. They're probably like, what's the newest cars that you're going to have in the next two years so we can have them in our movie? And all these companies are saying, oh, well, they're. <laughs> their evs so teslas are shit though can they go fast are they furious 
A Tesla's zero to sixty time is two point three sec- seconds if you use a plaid, but I'm done with the series once they drive a Tesla. Do you know why the Tesla plaid is called the Tesla plaid? You'll love this because it talks about one of your favorite movies. Does it have something to do with bullet? No, it has something to do with spaceballs. How's that one of my favorite movies? Because you guys you talked about it on the show. <laughs> you said it was one of your favorite episodes to cover. That was one of our worst. That was the yeah, worst, worst episode. I know. So yeah, you know how he goes warp speed plaid in spaceballs. He goes ludicrous speed, which is more tied to Fast and Furious. No, I'm talking about in Spaceballs, he goes warp speed plaid. No, he goes ludicrous speed in... What is a warp speed plaid? I don't remember that. That's in Spaceballs. In Spaceballs, they go ludicrous speed. They go warp... Yeah, I think plaid's a Warner Brother. I think that's a Looney Tunes, like Duck Dodgers of the uh-uh, 23rd century It's a Spaceballs thing, because that's why Elon Musk named his Tesla's plaids because it's a reference to space balls specifically well they specifically go ludicrous speed in space balls that's all i know i don't remember them saying plaid that's what he says i'm just telling you i think it's stupid i'm not ellen elon musk (laughs) elon musk ellen ellen musk Musk is like a trust fund baby got all his money from his daddy and doesn't seem to be making a lot of good decisions like who pays 44 billion dollars for twitter and runs the thing into the fucking ground. And do you think that that's some, like a moneymaker? That was a status thing, and he's making himself look terrible. He stole Tesla. He didn't even make that company. He stole it. Chuck, what did you find? I know you're looking this up. <laughs> I am looking it up. I, I it's it, it is from Spaceballs. I win. <laughs> it's they they say you're uh, technically like everyone's right. They. They say they're going ludicrous speed, and it's the other characters that go. They've gone plaid, so it's like two different characters say the say the say two different things to mean the same thing. Oh my god! Ludicrous speed and going plaid is the exact same thing. It's yeah, it's it's Darth Helmet says like we're we got to go to ludicrous speed, and then it leaves a plaid trail behind yeah. it, and uh, and uh, that's what their characters yeah. John Candy's like. And, gone and the plaid. logo on the Tesla plaids is the the plaid from when they go plaid speed it's a fucking i hate i hate elon musk i hate him so much i like ludicrous speed better ties more into our franchise Here, here's another reason to hate elon musk okay check it out model s does this have anything to do with our our show it has everything to do with our show model s model three that model x no. model y what does that spell sexy that's what that spells sexy yeah He's a fucking asshole. I hate Elon Musk so much. I don't think you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are we done here? Is this it? Are we fit? Yeah, just make sure you make sure you just cut all that crap out where you say are we done. No, I'm good. We'll leave it right <laughs> in. I like being like that. It's Chuck, I could see uh, him. <laughs> Fast Fast and Furious Six is a movie. Yeah. It's not the worst, but it is I think because it's so much in the middle, it's just such an okay movie that it's forgettable it's weird yeah i still think four is like kind of worse than this one like four still has some this one at least has some vaguely memorable action sequences i think i, th- I don't think any of fours are memorable right. at all so i'd put it like a step above that but i don't yeah i don't i wouldn't put it above like one two tokyo drift or five <laughs> so i mean it's it's almost i think its biggest problem is that this film is really laying a lot of groundwork for big shit later on in the series. Like, it lays us into Shaw, played by Jason Statham, who's, like, a great character for the series, who becomes a staple in the series later on. 
it lays the groundwork for a lot of other stuff that comes into the series later. So, like, do you think it's laying groundwork for anything that's not the next movie? Because I feel like even in ten, where they're like, this character is is because of five. It's just because they were like, where the hell can we get this character from, and had to like pick a yeah. point. Because some stuff doesn't even matter. Like, the, like nine is literally. Where where are we gonna get a character from? Oh, uh, Vin Diesel had a brother. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Yep, he had a brother. And they do. They were like, "What if we take that one line that Don Dom said in part one, and we made it into the movie?" But but things happen differently. Like what? Right. Mm, I don't know. What if he had a brother? Exactly. He has a brother now. Yeah. Could uh, who could play yeah. him? I don't know. What's John Cena doing? They're just flying by the sea. Well, we got rid of one wrestler. Can we find another one? They're doing it a quarter mile at a time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, we do have, um, we lose Justin Lin for the next movie. It's James Wan who does the seventh one. It's appropriate, though. We bring the guy who's good at working with ghosts and to deal with the the dead actor. What's the guy's name that's doing the the last two? His name's Louis Terrier or something? Terrier. Terrier, because he's French. Correct, yeah. Yeah. He, he's the one that like got all the I don't know which state some movies he worked on, but he's like launched that guy's career. He did the uh uh transporter. Oh. He did the transporter so then <gasps> yeah, it's kinda cool that he comes back to work with that guy. He also said, Lexi, you like this. He said that the biggest thing that he missed and he wanted to come back when he's directed these movies was he wanted the street racing to come back so let's see if he got it we'll see we'll see he actually only did the transporter too oh maybe okay. the transporter didn't launch statham's career maybe it was specifically tra- transporter 2 i've never seen any of those movies. for the record transporter 3 is Maybe unwatchable transporter 3 is fucking abysmal like just a terrible film the first transporter is excellent i don't know what the fuck happened like after that i don't know when that series like went so statham's far. harder because like what he was wasn't he in some like guy ritchie movies Dude, statham like, is been... so good yeah he was in snatch and i think he the was, bank job he was in snatch and locks lock stock and two smoking barrels yeah he was. but like so i didn't like those crank movies i thought the crank movie oh my so god bad. you're insane crank is fucking amazing Crank is like the best fucking series ever. I enjoy Crank, Crank is Crank so Crank. good. Like, you, you just have to. You just have to oh yeah, absolutely. Especially Crank like, Two. It's, it's a, he it's like Crank Two like, is Rape, just Amy as good Smart as Crank in that One. Movie or whatever her name is. And Raper. <laughs> he doesn't rape anybody. He, he pretty much does. No. She's like, no, don't do it. <laughs> he does it anyways, and then she's like, oh wow, you're great at this. Also, there's some confusing stuff coming up too because remember how we're talking about his lineage, where. You know, the last movie, they were, like, saying Salou. We are like, oh, okay, he's he's embracing the Italian right. thing. Abuelo Toretto <laughs> is in the next movie. Isn't that more of a Spanish term? Absolutely. Abuelo would be a Spanish <laughs> term, 100%. Yeah. All right. It's even, I believe it's even Mexican, if I'm not mistaken. They convolute it. They convolute it so much. It's just like... Yeah. What is Dom? Not that it's important to know what Dom is, but... (laughs) Well, you know, when they first gave Vin Diesel the script... Because Vin Diesel was not the choice for the villain in the first film. I can't remember who the actor was, but he was their second choice. And when they gave... He's not a villain. But when they... He was in the first movie. Uh, But when they uh, gave him... He was not a villain in the first movie. Shut the fuck up. When they gave him the script, uh, he told them, this movie has too many white people in it, and they need to bring some diversity into it. So, like, he was, like, not going to do it unless they brought, like, a much more ethnically diverse cast into the film series. So that's been a big thing with him with these movies is, like, 
making sure that every single one of the films has like an extremely ethnically diverse cast and that was like one of the big things that he was not going to do any of these movies unless they brought more diversity in he was like told him he's like this movie is literally based on like a street racing scene that's full of nothing but like mostly hispanic and black people and you want to make a movie that's all featuring white people he's like what the fuck is wrong with you and someone said what about the women and he said no <laughs> there's no women in this women can't drive like crazy <laughs> So I got my tongue pierced today. Did I do a good job of talking and not sounding like an idiot? I'm hitting stop. <laughs> You're just hitting stop. I'm forcing this episode. You're just going to stop right there? Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Cinema Demore. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with news and information on upcoming episodes. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, Alexa, or iHeartRadio. It would be greatly appreciated if you subscribe to our podcast on your platform of choice. We also appreciate feedback, so rate us, review us, and let us know what you think. And above all else, thank you for listening. <laughs>